Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning and welcome to the breakfast show. Now, Ryan, with global warming accelerating at an alarming pace, there's no time to slow down when it comes to green efforts. I suppose so, and every little bit helps, or should we say, one step at a time. So our SME in focus today is a footwear company based in Hong Kong, which is championing sustainability by giving discarded remnants and industry scraps a remarkable second life. Wow, and that has earned them the Brands for Good 2023 Distinction Award, which recognises SMEs across Asia that not only make a difference, but also commit as stewards for a positive impact. Alright, so how do they do it? So, we've heard of leather shoes, everyone's got one. How about sneakers made of apple skin leather? That is really incredible. You know, apple skin... Mm. Made into leather, wow. So you probably know they go into juice, jam, then you've got the seeds, the stalks and skins of apples. Mm -hmm. They don't go anywhere else, so why not use them for something? And this is where it goes into the leather, apple skin leather. These leftovers typically tossed aside go into something new. Without further ado, let's explore the magic of apple skin leather footwear. Inviting our guests this morning, joining us live from Hong Kong, Simon Chow, co-founder and COO of Kibo. He is also a second-generation footwear manufacturer. Simon, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. And we also have Natalie Chow, co-founder and CEO of Kibo. And she's got more than 10 years of experience in the high-end fashion and beauty industry. Natalie, good morning. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having us. Really great to have you guys on the show. Let's start with you, Natalie. I'm curious, how did you come up with the name Kibo and what does it mean? So Kibo is derived from a Japanese word. It means hope. Our mission is really to give waste to hope and life second chances. And it's easy for everybody to kind of pronounce and understand. Okay, and Natalie, you were in the industry yeah. for quite some time. So what was that turning point for you to decide, hey, I want to get into apple skin leather? <laughs> We didn't actually land uh, directly at Apple Skin, but mm -hmm. I've seen so much waste associated with fashion and beauty and consumer goods in general. I remember the idea sparked on my mat leave when I was with Simon, who is also my husband, and we were discussing, you know, what can we do together that actually makes an impact? Mm. And, you know, shoes was one of them. And as we discover, leather in particular is extremely polluting. Uh, not only with the animal cruelty, but also the water that is associated, the wastewater associated with leather. And hence, this is how we started. Let's bring Simon into the conversation. Simon, as I mentioned earlier, you are a second generation footwear manufacturer. So mm -hmm. the magnitude of waste generated by the industry, can you shed some light on, on that and, and the mm. ongoing initiatives to bring about meaningful change? Um, yeah, sure. So my family's actually been in footwear manufacturing for over 50 years. And, you know, quite honestly, before looking at the waste that the fashion industry or the footwear industry uh, creates, you know, it didn't really cross our mind before. Um, but as we looked more into the production processes, how the waste is being handled, it really opened our eyes. And a lot of people talk about apparel waste, but footwear waste isn't nearly as spoken about as much. Yeah. And we throw out 22 billion pairs of shoes 
choose every year. Mm. And, you know, majority of it is like very plastic intensive. And as you may know, plastic stays around in our landfills for 300, 400 plus years. So as Stanley also mentioned before, so we use a lot of leather as well in footwear. And so apart from the environmental or the, you know, the animal, animal rights. So there's a, a lot of issues that we need to tackle in the fashion and in particular footwear. All right, Simon, I am looking mm. at pictures of the shoes. And mm. first impression, it doesn't strike me as something that's made of apples because it does look like a normal shoe. It looks pretty white, like a typical white leather shoe or canvas shoe. So you can't really tell until someone tells you <laughs> it's made of apple skin. So what goes Correct. into these shoes? Is it 100% apple or what else goes into these apple skin shoes? And how do you find these apples? Yeah, you make a very good point, right? First, when we talk to our, tell our customers that's made from Apple, the first thing they do, they pick them up and they'll, they'll try and smell it. <laughs> <laughs> Does it smell like Apple? They, they, yeah, they shortfall of licking it. Um, but yeah, so yes, so we have to educate our customers what it is and where it comes from. And I guess it comes from the remnants from the juicing industry. So after the, you're juicing apple juice, so the remaining pulp, the seeds, the skins mm-hmm. that you mentioned before, so they will go into a process where they'll like, like sanitize it and dry it and then create it into a usable fibers and then to create what we use as our apple leather so it's over 66 percent bio-based it's not 100 uh, percent mm-hmm, yeah so mm-hmm. because if you use 100 percent, then the construction the, the the makeup is just not quite right for the applications i just got to ask would you be yeah. able to tell us where the apples come from uh, from the juicing industry so these are from uh, mainland china yeah. so after the the apple juicing industry finishes with it and then that's um yeah, yeah, I was a bit I'll, curious. I'll take that. Why apples? Can we use other fruits as well? Or is there a particular quality about apple skin? No, no. So other fruits is possible. So I think apple is just one of the more um, readily available byproducts from the juicing industry. So we can use lemon, grapes. Oh, that's um, fantastic. Yeah, and there's also like uh, pineapple fibers. So there's a lot of different fruits, but then there's also like, you know, other biomaterials as well, like coffee beans or... Mm. Um, bamboo etc so it's uh, there's a lot of innovation in this space and you know we're really excited about this yeah. we're in conversation with Simon Chow mm. co-founder and CEO of Kibo and Natalie Chow co-founder and CEO of Kibo Natalie how does the durability and quality of Apple skin leather sneakers compare with you know the usual ones the yeah. traditional type they smell different as well so we do a lot of uh tests before we actually make them into shoes and the apple leather is even more abrasive um resistant than virgin leather Mm. to be honest Uh, it's even lighter it's lighter by almost four times um on top of that obviously the carbon emissions is much lower it's all about 85 percent and we don't need to tan our leather we just have a coating meaning we save water from going down our streams. And in addition to Apple leather, we also use other innovative materials such as uh, recycled plastic bottles to make our shoelaces. We have recycled rubber compound and a lot of other innovative materials in our products. So like Ryan was saying, they look just like you know, normal traditional sneakers. But what about comfort? You know, is it comfortable? And when it comes to you know sustainability, how do, do you need to balance it out all? Design, aesthetic, comfort, how do you do all that? Yeah, I mean, uh, 
sustainability has to come from design and hence before we even put anything together we have to ensure that every part is sourced sustainably so some of the materials that i I mentioned but first and foremost the look and comfort also has to be not compromised Mm -hmm. so uh, i have flat feet and i think a lot of asian actually have flat feet and we have a very nice arched insoles where we have a lot of repeat customers telling us how comfortable they are and it's quite unique in the market because there's a lot of pretty shoes out there Um, Mm. even without heels they still hurt your feet, but we want to make sure that you can walk in our shoes um, all day and not feel a thing. All right, Simon, you've been in the shoe industry for quite some time. Could you walk mm. us through the economics of making a shoe, especially if you use apple skin leather? How much more mm. does it cost? I imagine because you don't have the economies of scale when it comes to uh, machinery Sorry. and volume, it might cost more. How much more are we looking at? And what sort of selling prices are you looking at as well? Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yeah, spot on, Brian. Because of the economies of scale and it's not really you know, widespreadly um, used. So, I mean, the cost of the actual materials when you compare it to, say, virgin leather, it's still probably more expensive. Um, So 20, 30% more expensive. So, I mean, that becomes a a challenge um, when we try and um, educate our consumers. But I think one of the benefits that we have is because we are, you know, we're not going through, you know, middle layers. We are coming from them directly from the factory. So we're able to control our costs better in that way so that we can still deliver a product to market that is affordable and good value for for, for what it is. Okay, and a lot of companies now like to say they are doing stuff for the planet and there's been a lot of um, questions about their authenticity and accountability. So how do you convince your suppliers as well as your customers that, hey, this actually comes from a legit source? Yeah, so through our sourcing process, we really vet our suppliers. We ensure they have all the requisite, you know, uh, universally recognized um, certifications to ensure that they are recycled, plant-based, so, you know, verifying their claims. And I think in this day and age as well as a as brand, we are and we want to continue to be more transparent and open to our consumers. So we are taking measures to really communicate all this or publishing all this sort of information mm. and have that available to the wider audience. Finally, Natalie, congratulations on successfully expanding into the B2B market with safety footwear for service industries with your first contract with the Rosewood Hotel Group. What other plans do you have in the pipeline? Well, uh, I hope you guys are excited, but uh, we are coming to Singapore this month. Three one three Somerset uh, under Kibo, not the workwear line. Um, so most of our styles will be there uh, for Singapore customers to try on in person. Mm-hmm. And as for the B two B, we are uh, launching uh, more into the hotel and F and B space, as well as retail, uh, starting in Hong Kong, eventually into the ASEAN market as well. All right, making apple skin yeah. into shoes, apple skin leather. We've been chatting with Natalie Chow. She's a co-founder and CEO of Kibo, as well as Simon Chow, co-founder and COO of Kibo. Thank you very much, guys. Thank, Thank you, you. Thank you, Ryan. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.